to another week of Soap Secrets. I'm joined by Victoria Wilson to talk all things Holby. Hi, Victoria. Hi, Anna. And also Claire Ruck, who will be talking about the rest of the soaps later. Hi, Claire. Hi, Hannah. Okay, so starting with Holby. Um, a lot more shocks this week, aren't there? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so we're going back to the Dom story to start with. Um, basically, it's Judgment Day for Dominic. Uh, the episode starts with him bursting through these big double doors, all suited and booted, flanked by these these impressive lawyers. He's got the best lawyers in town, basically, to help him sue the hospital. Uh, it, the day has come where he's he's suing them basically because of the you know being left with with this stoma after Sasha operated too hastily after his accident. Um, anyway, we don't see much of the meeting, um, but it seems it's been a resounding success for Dom. Um, and it turns out that actually, thanks to Sasha's support, who's actually in the meeting, um, that he has won a significant financial settlement. Mm. Um, anyway, so buoyed by his victory, um, Dom goes back to work on the ward and, and he, uh, he meets a patient called Flo. Um, and, and as we discover more about her, we learn that she, she has a stoma and she's really learnt to live with it. Um, she sort of attends support groups for other people, um, also living with a stoma. And she's, affe- she's also affectionately named it Beryl. It's quite a sweet storyline. Um, you know, they have a bit of banter and stuff, but, but Dom sort of does really struggle to, to sort of share in her enthusiasm. You know, he can't. He can't be nearly as optimistic about his own situation. Um, yeah, it must sure. be really hard, though, mustn't it? I mean, I kind of put yourself into that position. It must be really hard, and I suspect that other people, over time, it's like anything. You kind of get used to it and you work with it. But, you know, when it comes to something like this and it's relatively new for you, it's, it's tough. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, from his point of view, on the one hand, yeah, sure, he's elated. He's won this generous payout. But then in his mind, you know, it's like, well, no amount of money is going to fix the sort of anxiety I feel about having to live with this thing and, and mm. future relationships and, and, and all of that sort of stuff. It is such a big deal. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we, we, we do discover in this episode that he has decided to um, go for a reversal procedure. Um, and he's it, it, actually... Um, arranged to have this surgery in Germany. Well, obviously, Holby being Holby, the surgery is suddenly cancelled in Germany, so he needs someone, a really skilled surgeon, to perform it. Um, And so enter Sasha. (laughs) He basically asks Sasha if he'll do it. Now, bearing in mind, Sasha basically (laughs) calls the situation he's in at the moment... Um, it's a, it's a pretty big ask and, and it, it's almost like Sasha, Sasha's like, oh, I don't know. Um, but he clearly does feel responsible for the situation Dom's in. So, so I guess the question is, will he agree to Dom's demands? So on Darwin, um, it's all going off uh, again, uh, usually surrounding Keon. Uh, Keon and Chloe are treating um, a mysterious patient, Andre, um, he uh, he needs urgent uh, heart surgery, but he has a fever, so they need to get that under control before they can operate. Andre's really sick, though, um, and it, it's sort of one of those situations where if they don't operate soon, he'll die, and if they operate too soon, he'll die. Um, well, it sort of seems the decision's taken out of their hands, and when um, Andre's condition sort of 
drastically deteriorates, Keon and Chloe have no choice but to rush him into theatre. Obviously, we need to remember here that um, former addict Keon has only recently been able to sort of resume operating after proving, in inverted commas, that he's drug-free. Um, anyway, in theatre, Keon finds um, Andre's bowel is massively distended and he can't work out why. Um I'm going to jump in here, Victoria, because this is, you know, because I do casualty, but this is really, really interesting, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. What is it? What is in his bowel? I mean, it's, it's, it's all bowels at the moment. <laughs> so anyway, he's, he, it's, he's in trouble and, and um, Kian can't find out why. Um, he soon does, though, when he finds dozens of packs of cocaine in his stomach. Um, it seems our Andre is a drug mule. Uh, Chloe sort of, she, she's like, oh, you know, we need to tell Max about this. But Kian insists that he'll deal with it. I guess the question is, what will he do with all of those drugs? Well, oh, that's... <laughs> well, he should report them to the police, surely, shouldn't he, um, Victoria? Yeah, he should. This is Holby. <laughs> so so this, this patient needed a heart... A heart, a heart mm. operation, but he didn't. He didn't think. Oh, I haven't. You know, he swallowed all these drugs. He didn't think before he went into hospital. I haven't passed these uh, drugs yeah. yet. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> so it, he just becomes it, as as the episode goes on. He's sort of getting sicker and sicker, and they can't work out why he's. You know, they can't do heart surgery while he's in that state. Um, but then something happens and, and they have no choice but to rush him in. It's, you, you have to sort of weigh it up. And that's when they, he just pulls pack after pack out of his stomach. It's, it's, it's quite eye-opening. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch that one, Victoria. That sounds really interesting, yes. probably through my fingers. Yes. This is the start of, well, you, you thought it was the start of the storyline, but I think this is, it gets more in, sort of intense, I think, that the, the road... Uh, it does get a bit darker from here on out. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, Kian's so great. We, I know you love him, and I know all the fans yes, love him. Yes. He's a very popular character. He, he's he. It's it's weird because especially in Soapland, that they like to have these really that who these these ostensibly good characters that just do bad and perhaps not bad, but often just. Like sort of questionable things and make slightly bad decisions, and Kian definitely falls into that bracket. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where the storyline goes. Yes. Well, I can't wait. Thanks, Victoria. Thank you so much. So, one hospital ward to another, casualty, and another big week in casualty too. Yes, it is, Hannah. It's really massive because Ian Dean returns. I'm so excited. He, he returns, but can he save Jan? So um, you'll remember, Hannah, that the last time we saw Ian was back in 2019, and he, he left the paramedic team to join HEMS. Now, HEMS stands for the Helicopter Emergency Medical Service. So they are the real heroes of the sky, aren't they? They really are. So here we are now back in 2021 and uh, we all know that Jan is being blackmailed uh, to deliver drugs into prison and we start the episode, this is really quite violent, with Jan's partner Fion, I love that name Fion, it's great isn't it? It is. It's being brutally attacked 
as the pair walk back from a shopping trip uh, to their car. And, um, you know, Fiona's knocked unconscious. She's got actually they break her ribs it's a really nasty a really nasty attack and um jan isn't touched at all but drugs are pushed into her hands and the message is quite clear this is what we we can do this to you if you don't deliver these drugs so um when the report of a stabbing in a prison comes in jan and leon have to rush rush to the prison and while leon does his life-saving bit because he's really good at that um, and takes the prison guard off on a trolley jan is desperately left trying to hide the drugs in the cell and that's when Ian pops up because Hems have responded as well. And he's just checking to make sure that everything is okay with the paramedics. And he spots what she's doing. And I can't say, Hannah, he's massively shocked. Massively shocked. This is his mentor. This was his old boss. He, he just can't believe it. Um, will he tell? I mean, because if he doesn't tell, you know this. He's done yeah, a good law degree. He's complicit, isn't he? I mean, I, I suppose he needs to work out whether he can help her, I suppose, because there is some, there's something to be said if she sort of comes clean now. I mean, yeah, you're still in trouble, but it's better than being found out the hard way, isn't it? Yes, yes. So this is, the, so this is his, this is, this is him coming back in. Um, is, is he, is he going to tell on Jan? And uh, if not, will he be able to get her out of this, this shocking mess? And as he says to her, Hannah, you know what? Fiona has been attacked because of what she's doing. The prison guard was stabbed because of this. This, These are ramifications. It's not just putting drugs in. There are people being massively hurt. Mm, mm, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, mean, it's a horrible storyline, actually, that Jan's got mixed up in for all that, you know, just you couldn't have made it up, literally, what they did. Um, Also this week, though... um, We've got a, a, a cameo, haven't we, from somebody that we'll all recognise, us soap fans. Laurie Brett, who played Jane Beale, Ian Beale, one of, one of Ian Beale's many wives, shall we say. Uh, she's guest starring this week. She has quite a big role, so that's, that's really interesting for the, for, the, for the EastEnders fans. And, um, and then another thing, if you're monitoring Twitter, the casualty Twitter, Charles Venn, who, as we know, plays Jacob, he tweeted that his new storyline is intense and he can't wait for fans to see it. Mm. So I wonder what's going to go on there, Hannah. Yeah, always exciting when someone does that because it's sort of, you know, that they're, well, they're planting themselves firmly in the middle of something big. Let's watch this space. Now, we always do Hollyoaks at the end. We're not going to do that today because it's thoroughly brilliant and shouldn't be at the end. So, <laughs> the triangle between Summer, Brody and Sienna is really hotting up, isn't it? It is. We saw a bit of this on their spring preview, and um, it's just a brilliant storyline. This has been going on for quite some time now. Um, and I have to ask, Hannah, has Sienna bitten off more than she can chew when she spikes Summer's drink to make her pass out so that she has some alone time with Brody? That's just not a good road to go down in any sense, is it? <laughs> No, it isn't. And um, if we think about it, you know, summer looks like, you know, butter wouldn't melt in her mouth. But but we 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 know that she she shot Brody, so it does melt in her mouth. I think it positively sizzles. Um, And uh, uh, so. So, yeah, so she's going to know who spiked her drink to make her fall asleep so and she knows it's 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 sienna so you know she's going to have revenge on her mind and sienna hits rock bottom when sunny sally hears what she did and suspends her from school so so now she's lost her job as well mm. um but 
when all hope seems lost, summer has a change of heart. Well, does she, I would ask. And you know what they say, Hannah? Keep your friends close on your enemies closer. Just what is summer up to? Mm. This is going to get... Yeah, like you say, because she's she's not she's she's not on the right side of anything, is she? So we know that there's going to be trouble ahead. This is going to end badly for somebody. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and can we have an update on Diane? Because of course she's yes. you know she's pregnant. She's pregnant with Edward's baby. I know. Oh no. I know. That must be really hard for her. It must be really hard. So you know, so she's become a bit obsessed with cleaning. Um, and when Sammy teases her about how much cleaning she's doing, she blames it on pregnancy hormones. I suppose you could, a bit of nesting. Mm. But there's nesting and then there's being a bit obsessive, I suppose. Uh, but later she takes drastic action to protect her family. Just what is going on with Diane? Mm. Yeah, that's that storyline. Edward was always going to live on, wasn't he, to a degree? <laughs> now, EastEnders. I'm really excited. There's lots of new characters this week, isn't there? And, uh, you know, this is, this is one for the only Fools fans, really, isn't it? Yes. Marlene joins, played by Sue Holderness, um, and she's going to be joining the square as Estelle. And uh, she's interested in Billy. What's her story? So I'm guessing she's a female family member. Mother, aunt, perhaps. Mm, mm. We're not quite sure, but... Yeah, she's it's, coming into. I love seeing people because it's quite hard with Marlene. Like you say, if you if you're a fan of Only Fools and Horses, it's kind of difficult to imagine her in other things. Sometimes I think, or people that, that you know are so sort of connected with something. Um, so yeah, so she's interested in Billy. I, I, I want to know. I want to know the background here. What's going on? What's her story? Yes, she's going to have an interesting one because Billy has an interesting story. Um, you know, he, he came in as Jay's guardian. He wasn't particularly nice to Jay, but I think he also had a violent upbringing. So, so I think there's, the, the, there's, there's a big backstory for Billy. And, I mean, there's a lot to say this... Well, a lot to say, but a lot that you can't say this week, isn't it? Because um, it's Cush's trial for the classic car heist. Um, oh, what can you tell me? Not a lot. This is it's just it's just gonna it's gonna be a huge couple of weeks for EastEnders. These these it's gonna be really exciting times. Um so yes, as you said, it's Cush's trial for the classic car heist. He's done the deal, we know this, he has done a deal with Phil to take the rap. Um, and then after he gets out of prison, he, he, he's financially recompensed. Um, I'm not sure whether I'd actually trust Phil on that one, but anyway. Um and he hasn't told Whitney, because you know, like that's kind of a major thing because they've, you know, she proposed to him and he hasn't said, oh, actually, I've got to plead guilty and go to prison. Um, and he's planning a surprise wedding, you know, because he knows he's going to prison. Um, um, but when she finally, when Kat finally tells her of the deal um, and she realises that, that Philly, that, sorry, that Cushy's definitely going to prison, um, will she still go ahead with the wedding? Hmm. And 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 in the in the in the court case, we see um, Ben and Gray in the gallery, don't we? Yes, and um, Ben is his father's son, isn't he? Yeah. He's given him the stink eye to make sure he toes Phil's line. Um, Callum has not in any way, shape, or form softened Ben's hard edges, uh, so he's there, you know, giving him the stink mm. eye. And also, Gray is there giving him the evil eye because obviously Gray's has is vested in him going to prison mm. because that would free Whitney from Cushy's clutches. 
course. Oh. So, and as Cush makes his plea, um, he realises uh, that he must take drastic action. What exactly is he going to do? And what exactly has he done? Well, it's quite exciting, isn't it? Because there's a lot of big characters involved in this and a lot of characters that are going to cause real problems if he doesn't do the right thing. I mean, you don't cross Phil. You don't say you're going to do one thing, otherwise, you know. I know, that's the <laughs> and trouble, And then do something it? else. Yeah, exactly. And, and Mick and Linda's daughter, Nancy, she's returned to Orford, hasn't she? Yes, she has. She's come back from New Zealand where she, she left with her husband, Tamwa, but she's without Tamwa. Um, uh, so what is she back for? Yeah, I, 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 it's, do you know what, it's quite, it, there's quite a lot of things going on in Enders at the moment, isn't there? And it's quite a lot, it's, it's come to that point now where one, we always talk about this one storyline, big storyline ends and they're starting to drip feed other ones in and it's sort of that point where there's lots being drip fed in and um, yeah, really exciting. I really, I really want... So it is, it is really big this week because Nancy comes back and, of course, Mick confesses to the square that Frankie is, his, is also his daughter. So, so then, you know, he's welcoming another daughter to the family. How will, how will Nancy feel about that? You know, there's, there's lots of emotions swirling around. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Corrie, um, it's Peter and Carla's wedding, but, but Peter's pretty sick, isn't he? Is he going to make it? He's really, really, really sick. I'm not sure he should be putting on his 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 best glad rags. <laughs> his glad rags and going down to the register office. Um, he, they have decided, um, Peter and Carl, that they were basically going to have no one at the wedding, just those two. But in the end, Peter asks um, his brother Daniel, and um, Carla asks Roy to give her away. But you know, Peter, I'm not sure he should really be out of bed. Hannah, he's very, very sick. He needs a liver transplant. He is you know majorly sick um and as daniel helps him who's he's going to be his best man helps him to to the car to take him to the registry office he stumbles he's barely walking uh, you know upright um he he says you, you, you don't need to go to when you need to go to hospital um but pete says no no he's going to marry carla because i think he thinks this is his only chance to do it he thinks if he doesn't get the liver transplant in time if he doesn't if if they don't give him a liver transplant you know if his health fails quickly he he will lose this chance to marry carla so he's determined, he's determined to do it and, and and you know what they sort of, it feels that those two sort of, it's one of those ones isn't it where they just sort of should should be should be together um, but I guess will will they become man and wife? Now, I'm racing on, and I'm racing on for one reason, because Fizz and Tyrone. <laughs> I want this to get back on track, but it's not going to happen, is it? It's really awful, because the kids want it too. I know, I know. I know your team, Fizz, Hannah. The kids are crying. Why is Daddy left home? I mean, you know, really, it's not going to be a dry eye in the house, is there? It really isn't. Um, and- Tyrone's overstayed his welcome at Kev's house. There's only so much your mates will do for you in a situation like this, especially as perhaps Kev um, is perhaps siding with Fizz and the kids a bit. Yeah. And he also, he wants alone time with Abby, not having not having Tyrone moaning around the house in his you know whatever in his boxes um it's all a bit messy so um so then Tyrone agrees to move back in with Fizz and the girls um and he tells Alina that it is her he loves and Fizz assures Tyrone that she's not looking for a romantic reunion Hmm. 
but when Fizz books a relationship counselling session, I would say it's clear her hopes are up. The thing is, is this just um, escalated so quickly, hasn't it? Because, you know, he's turning around saying to Alina that he loves her. I mean, for goodness sake. I mean, it's not really love yet, surely, is it? You know, there he is, all that, he's throwing everything away with Fizz, the, the woman that he did love, or probably still does deep down, and, you know, and, and his children. And he's coming back and... In a way, Fizz is doing the right thing, isn't she? She's kind of saying, well, look, you know, let's, let's throw everything at this before, you know, before we chuck it all away. But he's not, he doesn't even want to do that. And so you kind of know it's over at that point, don't you? Yes. He doesn't want to do it. Alina's fun. She doesn't have two kids. She's not moaning about doing the ironing, doing the washing, him dropping his towels everywhere. She's she's sexy. She's 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 forbidden fruit, I suppose, in a way, isn't she? A bit? I suppose she is, and I and I just I can't help but feel that Alina is going to be the one that rejects him in the end. I think this will go full circle, and you know, karma is a you know what's it, um, and it's going to come back to bite, isn't it? I would yes yes possibly yes because at the end of the day, you know, Tyrone. He will always have two daughters, um, and uh, you know, you know she she might not want to to have all that baggage with him as he's trying to juggle Fizz and the kids and her. Um, you know, have to wait and see. Oh, wait and see, pie yet again. Um, okay, so Emmerdale. Um, now, did I guess correctly that it was Paul that had died? Um, no. <laughs> Well, we had talked, hadn't we, yeah, Hannah, quite we extensively did, did. about... I just didn't want to think it. Yeah, how Paul was it was such a nasty character. I didn't know how they were going to rehabilitate him into a, a character that the viewers would, you know, would warm to again. You know, because he beat up Vinny so badly and it was so unpleasant. And he was, he was a real villain in the end. Um, so, uh, you know, as soon as I knew what was going on, I just knew who was going to die. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it was spectacular week. I mean, um, yeah. So congrats to Emmerdale um, because, um, you know, in the socially distanced world, they did such an amazing thing with this, you know, they had a, a start of a wedding. They had the, the the truck go into the barn. It was it was just spectacular, and I thought they did it really really well. So somebody had really really thought mm, thought this mm, through. Absolutely, um, but Mandy's I mean, Mandy's in a difficult position, isn't she? She is because in that week she suddenly finally discovered that Paul, the man she wanted to marry wasn't quite the man she thought he was and that um that he had been beating up her son Vinny mm. so you know she was really really shocked by that and this week of course it's time to lay Paul to rest um and she feels that Paul doesn't deserve her tears and she can't face going to the funeral and you know what Vinny Vinny's such a he's such a great character such a lovely lovely um well, he's sort of a teenager. He's not quite a man and not a boy, sort of a man-child, I suppose. He's, um, you know, he he wants to put his father to rest because whatever else, I suppose he still has some feelings for him. Um, and he he does do his best to bury his father, but um, and he does go to the church, but at, at the very last minute, he can't quite deliver his eulogy. Yeah, this is... Um... 
Yeah, it's 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 kind of it's good in a way that she's finally found out. Um, but at the same time, I mean, Vinny is just such a nice person. He is. I think he's lovely. I mean, the only only he would do, as you say, bury his father and do his best in this situation. You know, really, really lovely character. Well, um, all is also not well at home farm, is it? Because uh, Kim, the wrath of Kim, don't cross her. Yeah, so she's so you know, like she's like the head of the tape family, and she's furious that son Jamie uh, has given away Dale View Cottage to Andrea in the divorce. But you know what? Jamie wants his son, his sorry, his daughter Millie close. He wants her to have a proper home. Mm. Uh, you know, every, every father would want that for for their child. So he does give his ex wife, you know, um, Daleview Cottage. But you know, like this is chopping a bit of the Tate Empire off yeah. her, so she's not very happy. And she's angry, and then she rows with Gabby, who's hanging around Home Farm like a bad smell. And um, Gabby then storms out, and Kim becomes woozy and collapses. Just what is wrong, and will anyone find her in Kim time? Cannot die. <laughs> End of. She is too big a character, and just too. It's just not possible. I mean, because there's no because there's no one yet to take over the Tate the Tate Empire. Jamie just doesn't cut it. It's Kim. Yeah, Jamie doesn't cut it. Kim is the one still who just kind of rules with an iron rod and with fury. And you know, hell has no have no fury like Kim Tate. Let's be honest. Yes, she is. She's brilliant. You know, she has that kind of. Sly smile and the look in her eye. You just think, yeah, yeah, you're brilliant. No. You're absolutely brilliant. No, she, no, she's a she. She is a great actress and or actor, I should say. And I think she's um, absolutely brilliant in, in in this part. So no, do not allow anything to happen to Kim. Okay, if you're listening. <laughs> um, well, that's it. That's all. All we've got time for today. Another absolutely great week. Um, the soaps continue to deliver in absolute spades, and uh, we'll be back next week. And in the meantime, please do stay safe.